0: So, Russell, I have a question for you. It's a very important question. Oh, I like important questions. They are very uh, important. Very, very important. Very important. What languages do you know? Uh, je parle un peu de français. So, Spanish? Uh, French. Oh. Français. Right. Okay. Fra- il, French? Il, yeah. You yeah. parlo italiano? Uh, j- j- no, wait. Italian? Oh, 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 you got it. And this one you're not going to get. Well, actually, you probably will because you're a cheater. But, yeah, pricam serbski. Serbski.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with, with water. Water?
0: Water water. Is, that, is water a language? No. Water jets? <laughs> Mel Gibson, water world. <laughs> no, you're way off. You're way off. It is actually Serbian. Serbian. So, to answer your question, I, I speak four languages, I guess. I like to think I speak English as well. Serbian I can probably hold a conversation in. French, I can understand what you're saying and maybe tell you the color of my hair and what beaches I like to walk along and maybe point at stuff and say like give me this, but can you count? Yeah, I can count. But we wouldn't be able yeah. to have like a philosophical discussion about the state of the world or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what what about you?
1: I know one language. It's, um, Oh, no, no, it's no. no I
0: guess this. oh, you've given it away. You didn't, didn't let me guess it.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jelly. I'm sorry. It was kind of, it was, it was kind of out there. It was pretty obvious. I think, I
0: think it was yeah, obvious. Yeah. I guess, I guess if I'd have thought about it for a few minutes, I, I probably would have came up with the, the same answer.
1: So when did you, when did you learn like all of these other languages?
0: Well, I guess, well, that's a, that's a, that's a deep developmental question because I actually wasn't born in Australia. So. Right. I, I learned Serbian, I guess, as I was growing up. And at what age I learned that? That's probably a, like a deep science question. We need Wendy uh, Zuckerman back on to, to answer that one. But that, that, that was the first language that I learned. Yep. Then I moved to Australia when I was five, I think. And this is the interesting part. So when you're young, one of the things about languages is you tend to learn them like super quickly. So I was five. I moved to Australia. I couldn't speak a word of English, which um the kid next door found hilariously funny. Uh, he was trying to teach me to play cricket Yeah. and I'd never seen the game of cricket like in my entire life right. and we couldn't speak the same language. And I, I vividly remember, like I have these recollections of that time, of him trying to teach me this game with a, a bat, a rubbish bin and a ball and I'm like, I did not know what is going on. But it only took three months to to learn like fluent english like entirely Jeez. you know fluently the entire language which which if i tried to do now at uh, the, the tender age of slightly older than than 5 i don't i don't think i could ever do that in 3 months
1: do you, do you think it might be partly because you like were so engrossed in an english speaking culture because you had moved here and so most people around you were speaking english and you picked it up um because of yeah, that
0: no. I think that's part of it, but I think there is definitely something about being young and learning languages. Because if if you let's say you took m- uh, me and you and you flew us to, I don't know, let's say Mongolia or something, and you dropped us there and you're like, boom, learn the local language. I don't think even if we spent three months there, we'd be like entirely fluent. I have <laughs> we'd we'd probably still be struggling. Whereas if you took yeah. five year old Jelly and Russell, I reckon they they'd pick it up, no worries. And so the the other two languages to fully answer your question, I actually learnt in high school. So I went to one of these fancy pants um, public schools, you know, mm-hmm. the ones where you, you pay mm-hmm. no money for your education. Yep. But our fancy pants thing that we held on to is we were like a special language school. So up until year 11, I think, you actually had to do two languages. That was mandated. If oh, you wanted right. to go to our super expensive free school, then then you needed to, to do two.
1: So we had – see, when I was in school, I left traditional schooling in year seven and so in year seven, we started to learn, uh, we started to learn French. And so I have about a term, terms worth of French under my belt. After that, I moved to it. Like, I, I was, uh, I was homeschooled, which is a topic for Whoa. another day. It's a topic for another day. I don't
0: think I know this. We're going to have to delve into it's this. It's a topic a, for another, another day. Topical.
1: And, uh, I tried to learn, like, I tried to continue my learning French, but I mean, I was never very good at it when I was at school. So when I, like, when you t- kind of take away the fact that I had, um, you know, teachers and classes and all that sort of stuff pushing me along. I, I didn't really pick it up very well, and now I couldn't. I, I can maybe say like a handful of non-related words, and maybe count to like four.
0: <laughs> Anything that's under four dollars, jellies, jellies, all I'm over. I'm solved.
1: I'm so. I'm sorted. <laughs> and, and yeah, I've I've never. I've like I've never really been able to kind of master the the art of learning a language at all. Like at all. Like I
0: I. I really say you haven't been able to. Like, have you actually tried?
1: I I guess I haven't really necessarily put a lot of effort into it. But I did try to. Like, I was trying to learn it while I was, you know, at school and uh, and whatnot. And I still like it. Still, kind of just went in one ear and out the other. And there have been times where, like, so as an example, Mel and I during our honeymoon we went to Europe and we spent a little bit of time in places like Italy and France. And while we were in Italy, in Rome actually, we got on a bus to go out to an Apple store because they don't have Apple stores in like the, the you know, the traditionally touristy part of, of Rome. They're kind and you of, were like,
0: when in Rome? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so we got on a bus to go out to like kind of where people actually live and work and while we were on that bus – um I accidentally bumped into somebody with my, with the backpack that I was wearing and not a big backpack or like, you know, crazy thing that you see, you know, backpackers wear or whatever, just like a little, little thing, school backpack type thing. And I bumped into this guy and he started, he turned around and he started yelling at me in Italian. And I was just like, holy, I, 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 I." (laughs) and eventually like my, my wife actually does manage to speak a handful of languages and, um, she kind of, you know, Smooth that over a little bit for
0: me. She's like, excuse this buffoon. Uh, I'm sorry. He, he like, doesn't know what he's doing. And she
1: tried to teach me a phrase that I could then use to essentially say, sorry, I don't, I don't actually speak the language. And in order to remember it, I had to essentially like repeat it to myself over and over and over again for the entirety of our trip, which was (laughs) a few days. Do you still remember it? I do not remember it.
0: Oh, jelly, jelly. What happens if you bump into like Italians (laughs) like here in Australia? You're not going to know what to say. I know. One day, your wife's not going to be there to bail you out. and You're going to get yourself in big trouble. I I have a story similar to that. So I, I speak zero German. I know it's called Deutsch. Deutsch non is is basically all I can say, which is go. a poor way of saying I don't I don't speak German. So I'm in the airport in Switzerland, where it seems the main language is is German, from what I can tell. And I'm standing in a line to go through like, you know, those security things that scan you, scan your bags and scan everything else. And this massive security guard comes over and just starts yelling at me in German. And I just froze. I'm like, I'm going to get killed or something like she's going to take me out the back and like beat me to a pulp. But she figured it out pretty quickly that I was like a, you know, stupid tourist who couldn't speak German. So she just picked me up and like put me in a different line. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh-oh, just don't <laughs> hurt me. See, it is, yeah, it is kind of weird to, cause you're used to your whole life, you know, you walk around, everyone's speaking pretty much the same language you do. You go to some, this foreign country with these foreigners and they're speaking a, a foreign language. And it's quite weird to, yeah, to just kind of feel out of place and, to know that no matter what you do, you are not going to be able to understand what they say, like you can 't listen really closely they 're not going to be able to talk loud at you or slowly as like you know some old people like to do with people they think that from other languages it doesn 't help you 're just not going to understand
1: yeah it. yeah. do, do you th- do you think that you can get by with not knowing any other languages do you did you manage okay without knowing any english yeah, sorry yeah. not knowing any German rather yeah
0: <laughs> without knowing any english sorry um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it varies. Like when you go to like tourist heavy places, like airports. Like obviously there's a lot of foreigners that go through airports, so the people in there, um, one they probably speak more than one language, and two they're yeah. just used to, you know, people that can't speak their language, and they they figured all that out. But I figure the the further you delve out from like the touristy areas and that kind of thing, like there are some places, you know, I went in Serbia where I think it'd be quite dangerous to for people to to be like oh here's a foreigner that obviously doesn't speak our language and i think rather than being friendly you might actually get yourself like stabbed or robbed or or something and i think in that case like one it's good to know the language but it's probably also good to kind of look like you fit in so this was a weird part like i went to to serbia like a few years ago just to you know visit the country and see how much it had changed since i was a kid and that sort of thing and i had people ask me for directions they're like oh excuse me i need to know like which bus that goes from here to there i'm like I don't know. <laughs> I can't help you. And they're like looking at me like, oh, you are the rudest person like I've ever met. Won't give me directions to, to this place I'm trying to go.
1: So we had that as well. And in fact, we
0: you do actually look a bit Italian. Like we've met in person once, I think. There There is a bit of Italian sort of look about, about the jelly.
1: So I'm not Italian. Like I don't think I even have any Italian in me. You,
0: you are quite hairy. That's a start. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Italians, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. When we got
1: to the place that the Apple store was, uh, we we 're walking from the bus stop to like the the mall thing that we were that we were going to, and like this car pulls over and somebody leans out the window and just starts up, starts asking i think in german uh for directions <laughs> 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 the, which is really weird like you just like uh, just assume that uh just i 'm just going to lean out the window and just speak random language at these people who i don 't even know if they 're actually from you know from anywhere. Fortunately, I think Mel managed to like figure it out. Because here's the thing about like about Mel, she just she seems to like be able to just kind of clump her way through you know an a unfamiliarish language as long as it's kind of you know similar in some respects. Because there are like similarities between, I guess, French and
0: yeah. So you've got French, Spanish, and Italian are all kind of. You know, based on Latin. So yeah. a lot of the words are similar, if not the same. And a lot yeah. of the, the way you structure, like your sentences and stuff are very, very similar.
1: So, so she managed it. Like she met, she managed it. Okay. But I mean, like had, had they, like had I been alone, I, I would have just like looked, looked at them and gone, woe. Cause I have, <laughs> I have very little, like I, I just can't, I can't grasp the concept, especially when I hear it spoken to me. Like if I, if you put it in front of me and I, I had to, uh, mumble through the words. I might be able to pick out like the occasional word that looks like kind of like the ver- the English version. Because I mean, English is you know, uh, I mean, it's a bit of language, so it's you know, got a few words from here and there and there and you know, other places. I could probably figure it out if it was written, but, yeah, you know, speaking it at me is
0: going to get in the way. What if I yell it at you <laughs> slowly? Does that help?
1: That only helps if you can't hear people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love people that do that, like by the way. It's like, yes, they can't speak your language, but if you yell it at them, they'll, they'll, they'll get the picture. Well, right. well done. So, yep. I, yep. I think it goes along with, with what you're saying. Like, can you get by... I think we're a little bit I don't know if fortunate's the word, but the fact that we're born in well, I wasn't born here, but the fact that we're in an English speaking country and you've got things like the the internet that have happened in the past, you know, ten or fifteen years. Yeah. And I think that's gone a long way to make English not a universal language. Like I know there are still countries you can go to where they will not know a word of English and you'll be out of place, but it has spread way further than it had, you know, say fifty years ago or a hundred years ago where I'm led to believe that things like Spanish and and French were more sort of you know universal languages many many centuries ago. Whereas I think English is now, I'm sure it's not the most popular language. I'm sure maybe you know uh, Mandarin or Cantonese or something is, but the amount of places you can go now where people speak like enough English to get by is definitely like a lot higher higher than it was like in the past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that would definitely be right. And there are definitely certainly some cultures who, if you visit them. Prefer it that you try that you don't bother trying to speak their language.
0: I want to say France. <laughs> oh yes, because I have a story about that. Michelle's parents went uh, went to France recently, <laughs> and uh, they're, they're both English, so they were born in England. Yep. And they thought they were doing a wonderful job, you know, je, je suis anglais. And uh, I think in a few cases, people are like, yes, I, I speak English. That so just don't just don't do that again, yeah, yeah, just, just stop and
1: <laughs> and before before I am forced to murder you. Uh, <laughs> well, the French sleep.
0: actually have a, a society for the protection of their language. That's a real thing where if something new comes out, they won't steal like the English word for it, they won't take the German word for it. They'll they'll make up a French word that, that is about this new thing. Right. So they they're very particular about their language.
1: Are they the ones that call things like by just like putting words together is that the germans where it's like i think it might be the germans that kind of they they mash two words together and they i mean it's not that dissimilar to what we do in english but they do the same like they do the same thing but with german words and so it ends up with like your like a refrigerator is called i don't actually know if this is true but like a refrigerator would be called like a an ice box which i guess is kind of what they were
0: back in the day. Anyway, you get you get a little bit of that in French as well. Like yeah. their word for computer is about like a machine that can add up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
1: that's yeah they, stuff. They
0: do tend to that rather than just be like le computeur. Uh-huh, like they don't they don't do that sort of thing. They're like, no, we we are the French. We we can make up our own words. Thank you very much. I, I think the thing about German, I don't like. I said I know zero German. Yeah, but I, the thing that's always fascinated me about that language is how they have these really long and complicated words that like mean something super specific. <laughs> It's like that feeling you get when you walk past an ice cream store. Like that, there'll be a German word for that. You're like, yes. Yes. Uh, and My that's,
1: that's exactly the thing. It's like, yes, I know it I know exactly that feeling. That's, that that <laughs> feeling is you know common to everybody. There's um you know, there's 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 common feelings like your know, happiness and sadness and the feeling that you get when you piece two pieces of Lego together.
0: <laughs> yes, or alternatively the feeling you get when you step on a piece of Lego <laughs> in a darkened room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is which is different to when, when you step on a piece of Lego in a lit
0: room. Well that's completely different because you could have seen it coming. <laughs> like that's the feeling is less sympathy and more like, well, you should have been, you know, watching where you were going. Whereas in a darkened room, the, the, the bets are off, you know. Yeah. We're yeah. we're all equal. Yeah. I, I think that's what brings um, the people of Germany together is that feeling <laughs> that in a darkened room. Full of Lego, we're all just equal jelly, all, all human Indeed. beings. Indeed, none of Indeed. us really have any advantage like against others.
1: Does having uh, like a knowledge of a handful of languages help you with your work in any way?
0: I reckon it it does in some ways because we get a, we get support requests. So if you've ever seen uh, you know people that are from English speaking countries, they'll generally assume that they can tweet or email you things in English and that you'll have to figure it out you know, yep. because English is the language. And yep. it happens for other cultures as well. So we get people from Germany, like email us in German, you know, we get Spanish all the time. And I feel like at least recognising some of the words helps because what happens is you run this stuff through Google Translate yep. and sometimes it'll make perfect sense. You'll be like, yep, no, exactly what we are saying. And other times it'll just be gibberish. You'll yep. be like, this something, something does and You're like, well, what does that mean? But if you actually know some of the words and you know how languages are structured differently, because some, some languages like they'll put you know, certain adjectives and things like before the word or after the word. Like the sentence will basically be backwards to how we structure it. Yep. But when you know to expect that sort of thing, it does make that way easier to to read. I mean, there there's two sides to it, isn't it? You can just run everything through Google Translate and That's what eight I times do. out of ten. <laughs> yeah, eight times out of ten you'll be fine. Yep. But those two times out of ten where it's just gibberish, I feel like at least knowing a few other languages and, and how they work kind of helps you in that, in that sense.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, the other day, like I, I, had a support request that came in via Twitter that was in Spanish. But when I, like I had to then reply to that. And even like, even then, like, like you said, uh, it wasn't, it came through Google Translate and it was a bit mangled. So I think like in Google Translate, after Google Translate had kind of done, done its bit, it was something along the lines of how do you post Twitter? I was like, what?
0: What is that? Well, how, how do you post Twitter? Do you put it in a box? Do <laughs> you put some stamps on it? To... <laughs>
1: it's
0: a good question. And
1: so I, I was a bit confused. Uh I was a bit confused because, I mean, I I can't, like, I couldn't, I don't recognize any of the words and I'm just kind of relying on what the translator is, is showing me. Mel wasn't about, so I couldn't ask. I couldn't, you know, get her to run her eyes over it or anything like that. And so I'm just kind of like, well, I, I guess that could be either one of two things. So I had to just kind of guess at it. And then I'm like, well, okay, if I, if I want to, I'll just tweet back it with both, right? With, with both. Why not both? And so I started writing tweets and running them in through Google Translate so that I could spit out Spanish. Probably bad Spanish, like really bad Spanish. And that was actually really, it was actually really difficult because, because I mean, you've got 140 characters and I could like write a relatively simple, you know, statement and it would be, it'd come out of Google Translate as like 142 characters. It's like, ah, that's annoying. which is which is more not made more annoying by the fact that when you don't know the language or don't know kind of how the language works you can't make adjustments so like in, in with english tweets like you could you know quite easily like I'll just use this word instead, and that that'll uh you know it'll communicate roughly the same meaning, but it's also like you know a handful of characters shorter, so that will work. And maybe instead of saying this part of the sentence here, I'll you know drop it and exchange it with this word, and it still kind of reads fine. I, I can't I can't do that with Google Translate. I have no idea what the what the hell is actually going on.
0: Yeah, I think the thing I normally do there is I send it back in English, and that's not because I'm some arrogant like imperialist. I figure if I know how to use Google Translate, like. They they would know how to do it as well. Like I'm sure. sure they're familiar with that. Yeah. And the fact that you give it back to them in like the the source language at least means if they know like a little bit of English or they can pick up some of the meaning that they can put that alongside Google Translate. Because I don't know if you've ever played the the Google Translate game where you <laughs> you type something in English and then you get it in Spanish and then you paste the Spanish one back into Google Translate and then you get it back into English and it just it, the more times you do that like the worse the worse it becomes. Like you just end up with. Yeah you know like almost like funny yep. kind of poetry or something
1: well i figure i figure i didn't see uh it's been a few days now and i haven't seen any refunds go through the store so i'm guessing that either they hadn't bought any of the in-app purchases for gift wrapped anyway or potentially they were actually helped and and didn't kind of hate me for my google translate spanish <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the other fun thing you can send people is emoji. Like, thank goodness we now have emoji. You've got like this universal language that yep. you know, winky face, smiley face. Sometimes we'll get something, you know, in Spanish or German that looks like it's it's praise. Yeah. It'll be like, This thing is hell good and you'd be like, Yeah, I think that's good. So we'll just send them back like a thumbs up. Because, you know, hopefully they said something positive and a thumbs up just means a thumbs up, I think. Almost anywhere, although apparently you're not allowed to stick it in your mouth because in some languages that's that's offensive. Indeed, indeed.
1: So are there any languages that you wish you had learned or you wish you could have learned before traveling somewhere or something like that?
0: Yeah, there, there are probably two. I, I mean, I wish I had learned them, but I don't want to invest the time in learning them. Like I want a Matrix-style thing where I can plug it in. But the, yep. the two would probably be uh, German and Spanish because – I run across people like all the time that and maybe Portuguese to some extent as well like that speak these languages and they just sound so cool. And I'm like, ah, oh, I, wish, I wish I knew what you're saying. And it, the other thing about knowing a language is you get that cool feeling when you're on a bus or you're in like a crowding shopping center and these two people are talking in another language and they just assume, you know, being in Australia that, you know, we're all too too uneducated to know like what on earth they're saying yep. and it's just fun to overhear conversations that you're not meant to overhear like I I walk past this family on the beach while we're on holidays yep. and this guy was relaying to his friends like come around come around to our house come around to our house and he's like only if you have watermelon I'm not coming unless you have watermelon <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just killing myself laughing and they looked at me and I'm like I just kept walking <laughs> oh, that's great because it was yeah it was all in Serbian but it was it was hilarious that this guy wouldn't come to his friend's house unless unless there was watermelon there nice well I mean what what about you? Is there any language you wish you'd learn? I mean, I kind of wish that I'd learned French. I feel like
1: I, it's a bit of a failure on my part that I haven't, I, that I never really got my head around French. But again, I don't know, like part of it, I think maybe the fact that I, like, I, I just haven't got the drive to learn it. And that's possibly part of the reason why I never picked it up in the first place. But yeah, I, like, I would, I think French, because of the fact that I, I, I would, you know, then not feel so bad about the fact that I kind of completely failed at, you know, picking up what plenty of school children already do. <sighs> and maybe maybe Italian.
0: Yeah. Mm. I felt like they're, they're two languages, if you want to learn them, that are so similar that it's almost worth learning them together. Yeah. Because they have so many, like, shared words. And, they're, like, in French it'll have, like, E-double-L on the end and in Italian it'll have, like, N-O or something. But before that, like, it'll be exactly the same word. Like, it just makes it easy to to do. And then... I mean, French is such a, like, sexy, sexy language. <laughs> and you can just be like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, Je français. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: And then did you know that by doing that, you just basically attract people to you? And ah. it's, it's kind of like a magnet. So you just, you, you speak in, you speak in French and you just say something really kind of mundane, like grey couch is fluffy. <laughs> and and well, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like just just people around you will just like, will just like suddenly be ripped off their feet and they just kind of come flying towards you and stick to you because it's just like so oh, attractive, it's so attractive and the
0: Flight of the Concords actually made a song all about this, Food de Fafa, I believe the, <laughs> the song is called, you should look this up on YouTube and it's basically, if you know any French they're just saying random French random, faces, phrases, baby, like, yep. like library swimming pool, croissant croissant, baguette, yeah, yeah, yeah but the, the, the thing makes no sense, but it's the funniest song it's good, <laughs> but I, I feel like, I feel like we, we can remedy this today, okay So I think we can teach both us and our listeners like a new language,
1: really? How? Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's the language of topical. Yeah. And I don't know if people have realized, but there's there's a universal like language that we can now use. You've got emoji. It's all right. It's not the greatest. Topical. Topical only has one word, Jelly, that you have to learn. Uh, is it? Is it topical? No. That's, that's the name of the show. You don't need to learn the name of the show. Oh. The word is, and uh, it's got four letters, starts with a B, ends oh. in um. Boom.
1: Boom.